What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Schmidt Talkers, where we talk a little Schmidt about our health. I am Dr. D with Dr. Lenz. And today, we're going to talk about sun and aging and how it can age us. Because I think we all know it's, it's springtime, it's March, it's spring break's coming. We talked about this in a recent episode, and summer is also coming. So that means more time in the sun, more exposure to UV rays, and how getting more vitamin D can be great for our health. It's important to know that UV can sometimes be damaging as well, and we need to start taking measures or being a little bit more aware of how we can uh, help ourselves with that increased UV exposure. So to get us started, I just wanna give a research a statement to get us going. How does that sound, Dr. Lenz? Perfecto. All right, so research study from a few years ago did a study with UV rays and, so basically the effect of the sun on visible signs of aging, aging, <laughs> aging, <laughs> aging. Basically the conclusion was UV exposure seems to be responsible for 80% of visible facial aging signs. Wow. 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 So that makes it super important, super important to, super be, duper. to become a little bit more aware of how we need to start protecting ourselves against UV because 80% of facial aging signs. I mean, first off, I don't think any of us want facial aging signs <laughs> at all. We don't want to. So no. if you be, if UV rays can be, um, which you mean sun, the sun, yes, yes. The sun can be contributing to that. Ooh, that's a big um, red flag. So I think the first thing that we need to become aware of is that our skin as a whole is a protective barrier. And I think that sometimes is obvious, like, yes, I know that, but no, like it's a protective barrier against the sun and UV rays and that we have to start taking care of this barrier because it's very, very important. And I think when I say that, a lot of individuals are like, yes, I know, duh, I take care of my skin. I moisturize it. I do all these things to take care of it. I keep it clean, whatnot, right? Those are the first things. But are we doing the right things to make sure that we're doing our best to take care are we, of are our we skin? Doing, are we doing the right things and are we using the right things? That, yes. That, because let me tell you, I used to wash my face with like nothing, <laughs> like a wash rag in the body soap I was using. So I was cleaning my face and I was maybe putting the lotion that I use on my body on my face. Uh, but it wasn't like the best I could do and it really wasn't helping my skin, you know? Yeah, because essentially this protective layer of skin, what it is is just a collection of cells, right? And these cells, it's its job to protect us yeah. against this potentially harmful UV. So it's protecting us against the sun it, and when it protects us against the sun, it's going to pre protect our insides, our cellular health um, against inflammation and inflammatory responses. Um, it's also going to help against like bacterial bacteria or hello, cold and flu. Right now everyone's getting sick. So respiratory droplets, like if someone sneezes and you're like, I don't want that on me. Well, if your skin if barrier is well intact, you have a better chance of 
whatever they have going on, not get into your skin and in, into your body and then into your immunity. Uh, put it to put it simply. Well, I don't think um... <laughs> so. It's a lot more than just like looking good, which we all want to look good. We don't, you know, we want to prevent that aging. But that aging look on our face, those cracks, those flakes, those dryness areas, that acne, those are open areas for crud, UV rays, to get in and to harm our insides. Yeah, and, and I think when we all think about skin, we do think it's like this impenetrable layer, right? It's just like, it's, I don't know how people think of skin. It just is like this layer. I don't know. Right? You don't that, like, I never really, nothing, I never really thought about yeah, my skin. You probably don't protection. think about it, right? No, yeah. You don't think about it unless something cuts into you and pierces you. But really when you take a microscope down, it's cells that are. It's like a cell wall. Well, yeah. I don't know it's the like, right word. Conjunction. Does that sound familiar? I don't know. I have to look up. It's been a long time. But basically, the, these cell walls are binded together, right? Mm -hmm. And that forms our cell or our uh, forms. You're our trying skin, to name right? like the exact part I, of the I cell. I forget the exact parts, right? <laughs> but either way, they build up together. And like you said, there's these little areas that are actually open. Things can actually get through our skin. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. And then into to keep... our body, into our bloodstream, and then exactly. cause like and cause harm yeah. and whatnot. So that's why it's important for us to keep our cells healthy and keep them tight so that our skin is a stronger barrier. Right. Period. All right. So with that, we need to start taking action so that we can not be harming our skin before we're even exposed to the sun. So what can happen over time is if we're putting toxins on our skin or we are not eating a proper diet full of antioxidants and omega-3s, what can happen is we're already causing some damage to our cells to begin with, right. right? And damage to our cells could be causing damage to our skin too. So that's breaking down some of our defenses. We don't want that, obviously. We're not even exposed to the sun yet, and we're already breaking down our protectors. We don't want that. So for example, like, I don't think a lot of us think like, oh, I'm using this Clinique lotion and I'm putting toxins on my skin, or I'm using this retinol and oh, I'm putting toxins on my skin, or I'm spraying this sunscreen I got at Walmart and oh, I'm putting toxins on my skin. Um, so like these toxins are like interlaced in the products that we use because there is little to no regulation in this industry and that deems a problem when we don't even realize what we're using is harming our skin and not even our skin but our health hormone disruptors skin irritants which is going to cause inflammation um, damaging our cells like you said um, you know things that just don't make sense when really the reason why we're using these things things on our skin is to help our skin but what's in those things isn't helping our health and sometimes even our skin for long term. Yeah, and I think you're right. But people just like, I didn't realize that, you know? Yeah, and you're you right. Know? And that's why we have to start looking deeper into the products that we use before we expose ourselves to the sun in the spring and the summer. Because like you said, we're not putting stuff on our skin fully aware that like, oh, these yeah. are they're toxins. These are harming my skin barrier. But a lot of ingredients that are in commonly in a lot of products have been shown to be toxins. And a lot of these toxins can actually do damage to those cells and our skin barrier. 
And that is not good because that's not helping us protect against the sun. So there are some things that we need to do to start looking in ingredients wise to make sure our products have these because these can actually help our skin when we start to uh, go out in the sun. But we need to start taking measures now because we need to take care of our skin like we've already covered before we even get exposed to the sun, the spring, the summer, fall, the rest of the year. Great thing to look into, antioxidants. So those are gonna be classic three, classic three are vitamin A, C, and E. The way we remember them is ACE. ACE, ACE in the hole. ACE. ACE. <laughs> so research has actually shown vitamin C and E taken together can actually help protect against UV. Now, what does that mean? So when I say vitamin A, C, and E, your probably first thought is, well, vitamins, like taking vitamins. That can be a great source, right? We can take multivitamins to get an adequate amount of A, C, and E. Also, don't forget, we need to start eating our whole real foods. So our fruits and vegetables, great sources of A, C, and E. Vitamins A, C, and E, if you get mm -hmm. that case, yes. <laughs> but something else we need to be doing too is making sure that since most of us are using some kind of skin care products, makeups, whatnot, we're putting things, right? Putting something on our skin. Most of us do, right? Even if it's deodorant, something <laughs> on our skin. We need to make sure that some of these products are taking care of our skin. So again, a lot of products, not all, but you need to make sure to look into vitamins A, C, and E for those products that you are putting in your skin because those antioxidants can actually help with those cells. Right. So, and I think with the products in general, um, I'm going to speak as looking into many women's skincare regimens lately when they fill out the swap form that I have. Um, I maybe can count maybe two people that have were using like skincare that, you know, weren't nearly as bad as others. But mainly I see a lot of fragrances, PEGs, parabens. Um, I see a lot of things that can cause endocrine disruptions, um, you know, uh, allergies. So skin irritation, which is going to cause inflammation. Um, and all of those things add up over time. We have this bucket. We have this threshold our body can take on. And the longer we use these things and the more we use these things, our body isn't going to be able to take on that toxic load. These endocrine disruptors, for example, can mimic, they're gonna mimic hormones and not in a good way. And so if we're having hormone issues, okay, this could be a reason why. And there is research behind these things. This isn't just some made up voodoo, but I think it is kind of hard to realize that because you can't see the immediate effects of using something like that. It's not like you use that lotion and like your, your skin like blimps up and it's like, this is bad for you, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's hard to understand. We're a very much so a um, direct cause and effect culture, like do this and this happens. But these things we talk about happen over time, just like damage from UV rays. You'll, you'll start to see sunspots, wrinkles, um, skin cancer, you know, um, so many things, even internally, um, oxidative stress, you know, which causes cellular damage. So, uh, yeah, I kind of went off there, but it's just hard to, to think that it's causing my health problems or, you know, um, something that I should be taking precautions with my kids and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a whole other topic in itself where we, we are a culture where something 
there has to be a short-term, immediate, almost cause and effect for us to believe it.、Mm -hmm. And if there is not, then it's almost like voodoo magic or something, you know, where it's hard to believe. So I know you were saying like before. I think it's always important to at least cleanse your face with the proper cleanser to remove impurities,、um, and then also at least then moisturize with the proper moisturizer, which. There are going to be a lot of antioxidants in proper moisturizers,、um, as well as other、um, uh, oils and vitamins、uh, and amino acids to help the skin. And those, because the moisturizer is going to going to then help protect the skin.、Um, and I know that's what I started off with when I swapped to safer skincare. I started with a cleanser and a moisturizer, and now I have a full regimen. So,、um, you know, it's kind of a big. Sometimes can be a big overhaul for people, but those would be the two things I would say to start doing now to start rejuvenating that skin and to help brighten up the skin and seal up those cracks and even the ones we can't see and get rid of that acne because those are all、um, exposing our body to more harmful environmental effects. Um, that we mentioned earlier, right? Yeah,、so. and I think the way I th like to think of it is like there's like a before, during, and after kind of thing、yeah. where we all, on a daily basis, are exposed to some kind of UV radiation. So we need to do our best before we're going outside in the sun very frequently. We need to do our best to take care of our skin and those cells. That's very very important, and like you just nailed everything as kind of like the before. Yeah, that's the stuff we need to be doing on the daily、mm -hmm. to help take care of those that protective skin. Look at it like I gotta take care of it. I gotta baby it a little bit. I gotta moisturize it, like you said. I gotta give it nutrients. It, it doesn't take a lot of time to do. No,、uh, you can make it take time if you want to like do a little self care sesh. But like the cleanse now, I do cleanse, prep, treat, protect. That's a full regimen right there. Um, the prep step, you're really, you know, getting your skin ready to take in all of the nutrients、uh, from the treatment step and the protectant step. So it, I've noticed a big difference. And so, of you using a complete regimen to protect our skin, and we do it on our face and our neck. And so that's been huge for us,、um, especially like you know, I just turned thirty, getting older.、Um, you know, our cells turn. Turnover. We want to help out there and just really keep the skin looking good, looking good. And if it looks good, it's more than likely going to be functioning well.、Um, as you know, you of course need to look at the products. So, anywho,、yeah. then I think the during process is、yes. super important, as it's obvious, because it doesn't really take long to get the actual adequate amount of vitamin D from the sun. You know, it only takes. Ten to fifteen minutes on average, and usually darker skin complexions can actually go a little bit longer. But it's all within an hour, and that's not long at all, right? Ten minutes, it it doesn't take long at all. So we've got to start protecting, and I think everybody's usually on the same page about sunscreen. No more baby oil.、Yeah. No, I used to use like I don't know if it was baby oil. I can't remember what I used back in the day when I was younger. Oh my gosh! I know y'all out there did the same thing as me. You just put oil on your skin, or there's this other stuff I'd use. It'd make me super tan. Oh my gosh! Like it, that stuff, that ain't good, girls. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to do the same. But now, <laughs> if we're in a culture, we know that SPF is great for us. But what we do not realize is that these are laced. Yes, I just said laced <laughs> with、uh, toxins that.、Uh, 
have been proven and shown to be, you know, harmful. But again, companies aren't regulated to have to care about these things. So they just do what they know works and what they've been doing. And that's a problem. That's a problem for our health, especially as we have more health problems occurring that could totally be preventable, or at least we shouldn't be experiencing all these things that we do. Yeah. So during, I think we're on the same page, sunscreen, sun lotion, just make sure it contains the right ingredients. There's been obviously toxins shown that can actually damage the skin, which we already clarified. We don't want that. Right. All right. So make sure you're looking into a product that contains zinc oxide or a mineral sunscreen. And that's why we do use Beauty Counter sunscreen, um, which I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, Derek and I are both consultants together for Beauty Counter, so we can help you with that. And with that sunscreen, I've had ladies get that from us and been to California, been to Hawaii with it. They have not burned with zinc oxide um, sunscreen with Beauty Counter. It is not cakey. Um, A lot of times the concern is it's going to be cakey. It doesn't work. I'm going to get burnt using it. I can assure you that we were out in the Florida sun yesterday and we did not get burnt using it. So um, that and also it's very moisturizing too um, for the skin, which is great. Uh, so yeah, that's one thing. And I know, did you want to go over like the one ingredient that you were talking to me about, or I can, the, uh, oxybenzone is a very common ingredient that's used as a sunscreen in a lot of SPFs. And that's one that is a moderate endocrine disruptor slash hormone disruptor, and also, um, biochemical and cellular level changes. So again, cell changes. So we don't want our cells to be altered or damaged in oxybenzone has has raised the red flag that that can do that. So that's why we've swapped out our sunscreen um, to beauty counter because we know it's safe and we know it actually works. So anyways, I wanted to touch on those two things. That is all true. And then after we get that sun exposure, it is important to make sure that we heal. That is another key thing. We heal after we get that sun exposure because that over taking in that UV radiation, we need to, it can cause inflammation and we need to help repair. So it goes back to the same things we've already mentioned. Make sure you're looking to get in those antioxidants. Make sure you're looking to get in that full or that omega-3 fish oil, some fish sources like that, and then aloe vera. Very good source to help against, um, after that burn or overexposure to UV to help that skin repair with a cooling effect would also be yeah, great. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And that's going to help, you know, decrease the inflammatory response there. Um, we don't want that Also help against those free radicals after Fight. those yep. damaged cells from the sun. Fight the free radicals that's going to damage our cellular health, which is super important for long-term health. Um, there is a counter sun, after sun cooling gel from Beauty Counter that I'm definitely going to be getting here to apply because we'll be out in the, the sun is so strong in the summer. Um, that it's definitely needs some aftercare there for the skin and just, you know, overall keeping the skin moisturized after you come out, out mm-hmm. of the sun. Hydration's Hydration. key. Um, I think another great thing is you can always do like a cool-ish shower, not a cold shower, but a cool shower uh, for the body overall, the metabolism because being out in the sun and being super warm like that does kind of shock the system. So then if you can add a cool effect um, to kind of reboot some things. <laughs> yep. I mean, I think that'd be refreshing too. But uh, so that's a little tip for Ruski there too. 
I always love some aloe vera. I always love that. <laughs> I really did. I had like a cooling effect. I always liked it. Yeah, that is something. I, I don't know if I've looked into, you know, general use of aloe vera that you find in the grocery store what all is in that i'd be curious to oh yeah just, to that's look. true i should i'm gonna look into that <laughs> Make sure you but that's you know that. y'all use that stuff that's like oh yeah it feels so good like it's just the best thing <laughs> <laughs> i agree so i hope this was helpful to you guys with us all being exposed to the sun a little bit more here in spring and summer and how it can affect our aging let's all take steps to prevent that aging as much as possible i think we can all agree with that so if this helps you or you if you think this can help anyone else or others friends family please share this we can't spread the good word of health without you and thank you guys so much for your support and yep don't forget to if you listen to this screenshot it tag me on instagram i always love seeing that and then i know y'all listen to it you love it let me know your thoughts um, just some uh, regimens that I'll recommend to help prevent, uh, you know, your skin being damaged and to help your skin health. I'll put in the show notes so you can check those out. And then also I'll put the sunscreen and then what's called Dew Skin that has SPF. That's amazing. I'll be using as the summer approaches. But otherwise, you can always shoot me a message. Email me at drlindyschmidt.com. And thank you so much for listening.